Hello and welcome to the Profitable Brands Podcast with me, Rebecca, owner of Sugar Branded Branding Agency. We help beauty businesses harness the power of branding so they can grow their client base and earn more money. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Profitable Brands Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be going over how to name your business or your product. So while this isn't an area of branding that I specifically offer services in, it is an area of brand that a lot of clients, especially people who are starting new businesses or launching a product that I get a lot of questions about. And over time, I've put up quite a lot of knowledge about how to go about naming your business and so hopefully the tips in this episode will help you this is something that you're um, kind of working on at the moment so choosing the perfect name for your business or product can feel like a lot of pressure because it's sort of like it's sort of like naming a child where you have all of these ideas and it's like you're so committed to this one thing that's going to represent your business forever or at least that's how it feels like so I get that it's like a really important thing that a lot of people are thinking about when they're starting their business and I think a lot of people feel like it's like they're not great at doing they're not great at creating names or great at creating and like naming things so I'm going to walk you through some ideas of a how you can actually come up with some ideas for a name and then secondly things to consider when you're choosing your name but the one thing that I want to kind of like say is that remember that your name like all the other parts of your brand just like I always always say remember that your name does not have to convey and communicate your entire your entire business personality it just needs to be in line with it so what I always say with all branding elements whether that's your logo your color scheme or your font scheme you're not going to communicate everything about your brand in this one branding element all of the different elements that come together should come together to communicate the personality so don't put too much pressure on picking the perfect name that's going to say we're luxury and we do nails and we're based in London and we love doing um, pink manicures and we serve cocktails in our salon. Like don't get caught up on having to communicate all of these things through your name. Okay, so how do you come up with some good ideas? If you're completely stuck with where to begin with this, a really great activity to do is to do some brainstorming. And this should be a free flowing exercise where you don't think too deeply about what you're writing down. We simply want to get as many ideas and words down on the page as possible, and then we can narrow it down afterwards. So step one is to write a map with titles that relate to your business. So these might be things like your location. So like what city you in, what country you in? Um, what services do you offer? What is your unique selling point? Um, words about the founder, like, or you, um, what are your values? What is the story behind your business? Create little um, arms coming off of the central part that say locate, like the name, your location, your services, your unique selling point. And then off of these titles, you want to create more arms by adding words to these um, titles. So, so for example, out of your location, you might write, London, Chelsea, South, like as in South of England, UK, uh, maybe the street that you're on, like North Street, for example, write all these words out of that location arm and then do the same thing for your unique selling point, your services. So under your unique selling point, you might put the arms that are maybe luxury, expert, premium, 
top tier award winning like those are your unique selling points of your business and just write down all the words that come to your head you don't at this point want to be narrowing them down you want to be writing down as many words as possible get those ideas flowing and then step three once you've completed the map for all of the titles circle or highlight words that you're particularly drawn to or that you think could work as part of a name so highlight them underline them circle them make sure that you're like highlighting things that you think you could bring into the name or that you like the sound of or um, things like that. So the second way to generate some ideas for your name is to gather inspiration. So use Google, Pinterest, social media, or even keep an eye out in your day-to-day life for business names that you like and think work well. And also look out for names that you don't like or think don't work well because this is also an effective way of getting to a good name is you want to be fine-tuning your eye and your brain to understand what is a good name for your business and what isn't a good name and you can only do that by practicing and by studying like the idea of a name so not only be aware of names that you like but also be aware of names that you don't like and the reasons why you think they don't work well So think generally here, these don't have to be potential names for your business that you would actually use for your business. But this exercise is is about looking at naming from the eye of a consumer. So obviously the important thing is that our consumers also resonate with the name as well. And it doesn't have to be also in your industry. So look at other industries as well, like any business name, have a look at them, think about what you like and why and what you don't like about them and why you don't like them. And then obviously make a note of these names um, and make notes on why you have picked these up. So say, for example, you might write a note that says name one. So write down the name of the business that you saw and then write down notes. So you might have said it sounds good, but it's hard to spell. And then name two, um, you might put it's really common. Um, the third name that you find, might you might say you couldn't pronounce it. The fourth name might be you love it because it's fun. So write down all of the names that you come across uh, and then write down things you like about it and things that you don't like about it and why. Okay, so moving on to consideration. So now that you've got a good kind of list of potential names, hopefully by this point, now you're going to be thinking about how do I narrow this down and what are the things to consider? I think this is where a lot of people also um, get stuck. So the idea of naming your business can be fun. It's really exciting, but there are a lot of practical things to consider to make sure that the name you're choosing is the right one. And you want to make sure that you're going through all of these before you finalize your decision. And I'm going to preface this by saying that naming your business is part of intellectual property law. And I am not a lawyer. So any of the advice I'm putting here is just from my own business experience. I would recommend um, getting in touch with an intellectual property lawyer. If you want to um, drop me a message, I have some I can recommend to you if you're in the UK. Um, especially if you are launching a product or getting more serious about investing in your business, it's always worth making sure that you have um, done all of the actual legal checks on a name before you start using it and investing a lot of money in using that name. But anyway, so the first thing you want to do that you can do easily yourself is check availability on the company's house register. So this is this advice as well is kind of going to be specifically for UK businesses I'm sure the same sort of theme applies to um, businesses in other countries but this is going to be specifically for UK businesses so 
you want to check the availability on companies house register so the company's house register is where businesses go to um, actually register their business that they're operating as so I will put a link in the notes of where you can access this register and you literally just search the name um, however even if the name that you search is already in use this doesn't necessarily mean that you can't use it so ideally you want you want no similar names to come up in your search however when you register your business under company's house that is just your registered business name you can't re technically register the same name as a as another business however you can register a similar business name and operate using something else so say for example if you wanted the name elevate aesthetics but it has already been registered to company's house you could perhaps register a business um actually register the business name under your own name so like maybe hannah smith aesthetic practitioner would be your registered business name but you can still trade as elevate aesthetics so on the on the shop front of your clinic it might say elevate aesthetics on your instagram it might be elevate aesthetics so you can still trade as um a business name that's registered under company's house however of course is if a name has already been registered under company's house, it's more likely that someone might have gone further with that name registration. So they might have trademarked it. They might have taken all of the website addresses for it. They might have taken all the social media handles for it, but those aren't legally binding. So, um, but the first thing to do is check if it's available in company's house register and see if anyone has already registered that name. Um, but if it has been registered, it doesn't mean that you can't operate as that same business name. Okay, so number two, check trademark availability. Now, this is actually legally binding. If someone has registered the trademark of the name that you want to use, you cannot legally operate under that name because they own the rights to that name within your industry. Again, I'll put a link to the trademark register in this episode notes for you to have a look. Um, but when a name is trademarked, no other businesses can use it other than the trademark holder. And they can actually take you to court if you start operating under that name. So it's especially important if you hope to grow your business in the future that you check the trademark register before choosing a name. Um, and if the name's already been registered, I would highly recommend choosing an alternative because you might think it doesn't matter, they'll never take you to court, but it's not worth you investing a lot of time and money and effort in operating under a business name to then only be told that you can't use it like years down the line. Okay, three, check web addresses and social media handle availability. This is something else you can do yourself really easily. And of course, in an ideal world, we want our business's website address and social media accounts to all be the same and simple. So say we're sugar branded, our Instagram is sugar branded, our Facebook is sugar branded, our website address is sugarbranded.com. And ideally you want it all to be the same. But nowadays, because there's so many like social media accounts that have been created, so many web addresses that have been created, it's pretty unlikely that you're going to be able to secure them, these accounts under your business name. So even if you search on Instagram and there's already someone with the business name that you want to use, again, that does not mean that you can't use it. The only legally binding thing that would mean that you can't use that name is if they have trademarked it. So don't be fully put off if you search a web address and they've already got the name or you search a social media um, 
page and they've already got the name but it's just good to know if you say for example if you're choosing between three different names and you like both of them equally and you can't choose between them this might help you narrow it down because say if you let's come back to the elevate aesthetics example if you like both the names elevate aesthetics and hannah smith aesthetics but elevate aesthetics um, doesn't have a web address available that's under that and the social media account is already registered by someone else but Hannah Smith Aesthetics you can the web address is available and the Instagram account is available then maybe that might be a reason for you to choose Hannah Smith Hannah Smith Aesthetics over Elevate Aesthetics um, hopefully that makes sense most domain registrars have a function that allows you to check if a domain web address is available. Um, again, I'll link it in the notes. Um, GoDaddy has a really good one. It's free to search. I would recommend using an actual domain checker rather than simply searching on Google um, like for the web address because on Google, it doesn't bring up, it only brings up active websites. It doesn't bring up all the actual registered domain names. Whereas when you go to the domain hosters like GoDaddy, they will actually have a complete list of anything that's been registered. So definitely do that rather than actually just searching on Google because it won't bring up a complete search for you. Um, okay, the fifth thing that you need to check is to actually use Google, but use Google to check that your name doesn't have an alternative meaning. So sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And I remember working with a client years and years ago when I first started and they had a name for their business which they were basically in another country I'm not going to go to too many details so I don't want that, this person to feel like I'm talking about them but so they started their business in another country and they wanted to expand into the UK but their business name in their language meant something completely different to what it meant in the UK in English and the name that it meant in English was like a bit um rude <laughs> so um, this is why it's really great for you to check. Just do a Google search and make sure that you're not overlooking anything that might make your name have a different meaning that you don't want it to have. So just type into Google and see if anything comes up. Um, it's just a handy check, handy tip to have because you don't want to be committed to a name only to realize that a lot of people are like finding it inappropriate or funny or they don't really understand what it means and it's confusing. So make sure you Google it. Um, especially if you're making up a word from scratch. <laughs> okay, so six, check for local businesses. So while you can technically use the same business name as someone else, unless it's been trademarked, I would highly recommend avoiding using the same name as a business that is local to you. So obviously nowadays there's like millions and billions and billions of businesses in the world. It's so unlikely that you're going to come up with a name that's completely unique and no one's ever used it ever before. That's so unlikely. So it is okay to use the same name as someone else if it hasn't been trademarked. But the one time when I would avoid it is if a local business has the same name, especially if it's in the same town or area of city as you. And this is because A, it potentially creates awkwardness if it appears that you copied them. And B, if they have negative feedback, it's easy for people to get confused between your business and this bad business. And obviously you don't want any confusion in um, that area. So seven, how easy is it to spell and pronounce? Make sure you ask other people because to you, this might seem like common sense, but to other people, they might be pronouncing it completely different to how you want it to be pronounced. So make sure that you ask people how they would spell it. So we so 
if it's hard to pronounce or spell, it will make it different, um, difficult for new clients to find you. And it may become a sticking point when people are trying to refer, refer you. So I would do a poll on Instagram or ask family and friends how they pronounce the name. And then I would say that I would say the name and check if people are able to spell what you said. So do it both ways. If it's hard to spell or pronounce, consider choosing a different name. Um, okay, eight. So do the initials spell something rude? So I've had a few, um, come across a few businesses and when they abbreviate their name, it like isn't an abbreviation that they want to be using. So say for example, if you are Elevate Aesthetics, when you abbreviate that it's EA and that's absolutely fine. But say you were Alana Smith Salon, your abbreviation would be ASS. So maybe that's not so fine. And you might not mind it because maybe you feel like you're not going to use the abbreviation, but it's just something to be aware of. And again, even if it is just to help you choose between two names that you like equally, maybe it might say to you, okay, we should go for one over the other. Um, okay, cool. So if someone's already using the name that I like, can I use it as well? So, okay, let's summar let's summarize this point. Um, so one, you can't use a name that has been officially trademarked. So that is official. You can't use the name, same name as a business that has been officially trademarked. You can't register a business with company's house that someone has already registered. So you can trade under that same name, but you can't officially register your business name as something, as a name that someone else has already registered under company's house. You can technically use the same name as someone else even if they have registered web addresses and social media accounts. And you can still use the name, even if another business is operating under that um, name, as long as it's not trademarked. So in summary, I would avoid using a name that's been officially trademarked and avoid using the same name as another business in your area. But other than that, it doesn't matter if another business in the world has the same name as you. Um, okay, so some things to avoid when choosing a name in terms of like what name to choose. I would say, of course, avoid using a name that's trademarked. Avoid using a like trending or faddish name that will be out of fashion in a year. So try to not jump on trends when it comes to your name because ideally you want your name to stick with you for as long as possible, even longer than the rest of your branding because it builds up SEO, um, like search engine optimis optimization, Google rankings, um, when obviously people are speaking about your business and hopefully getting some word of mouth referrals. If you change your business name, you've kind of lost, lost equity in that. So you don't want to really be changing your business name for as long as you can help it. So don't go with something that's just trending because you probably will um, fall out of love with it shortly. And avoid creating a name that is really hard to spell or pronounce because we want people to be able to easily search for us. We want people to be able to easily refer us. And it's much easier to do that if people can spell it easily and pronounce it easily as well. So that brings to an end my advice on choosing a name. Um, I find it not funny, but I know so many people come to me and ask me this question. Um, so I thought it'd be really helpful for me to, to do an episode on it. Um, but yeah. So let's end this episode with some highs and lows. I'm going to start with the lows first. So what has been hard in my business this week? I would say this week I've been specifically struggling with, I mean, it's not a new struggle of mine, but I think because I have so much changing at Sugar Branded at the moment in terms of the way we work, like our offers, our social media platforms and the podcast and everything that's going on. 
Um, I sometimes get like a lot of anxiety about trying to do all of the things. And that can be really, really hard sometimes because I feel like I'm never doing enough. And over the years, I have definitely worked really, really hard to rein that in and understand that I am a new human and I do need time to rest, especially as a mum of two, where you need to replenish yourself and look after yourself so that you can look after your children. And I definitely have gotten a good balance, but it still doesn't kind of like get rid of that feeling that you know there's so many things you could be doing that you want to be doing and there's just not enough hours in the day to do it. So um, that does give me like a lot of anxiety day to day. Uh, I think it's just because as well that I love what I do. So I could technically like never get bored of it. Like I could literally work for weeks on end and not really get bored of what I'm doing. Of course, I'd be exhausted, but there's no limit to how much time I would want to spend on my business, if that makes sense, because it is like my third baby. Um But also I think when you can see the potential in the things that you're doing, that also makes it hard to um, feel like you've you've done enough. So that's probably like one of the hard points of this week. And then the highlights of this week, well, it was my 30th birthday yesterday. So that was like obviously like a personal highlight. And I want to just have a bit of time to reflect on that and think about what I want for this next like year or decade of my life. I feel like I haven't had that chance because I was so busy yesterday celebrating and now like straight back into work today. But I'll make time for that soon in the future. But in terms of business highs, I would say this podcast has got such good um, feedback and I have a lot of exciting things planned for it as well in terms of like um, guest speakers that are going to be coming on. And I'm literally so excited to have them and um, have them share their insight with you guys. So that is really, really exciting. And I even created an Instagram for this podcast because I really love it so much. Um, I love it doing it so much more than creating Instagram content and things like that. So I actually have created just my own, the Instagram for this podcast specifically. And I'm going to be sharing like little um, snippets from the episodes, sharing insights from the guest speakers, like a little mini um, reel, like shorts and things that you can kind of like flick through and binge. So if that sounds like something that would be helpful to you, go and give it a follow. I've linked it on my main Sugar Brandage page, like in my bio, it's linked on there, but it's the.profitablebrands.podcast. And yeah, so that is it for this week. And I will check in with you next week. Bye.